It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Hey. And we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. So, put some... <laughs> put some... Put some plutonium in the compartment, flip on the time circuits... <laughs> I think you're thinking the flex capacitor. A flex capacitor. Thank you. And let's do 88 miles an hour. I don't know. Yeah, that was terrible. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Just wanted to be a little different coming out of it. Hey, that's what we do here. You know, we do things on the fly. Uh-huh. Take it till we make it. That's <laughs> That we do. Fake it till we make it. That's what well, we do best. Well, yeah, that, that's the beauty of this show. We're not like these other 80 shows that sit there, go deep into depth on everything and do hours upon hours of research. You know, we do minutes on minutes of research <laughs> and then you give our opinion to what we know. That's right. That is exactly what we do mm-hmm. because it's just fun and we want to entertain you. Yeah, it's like two guys sitting at a table drinking a beer and talking what we think we know about the 80s. and But we forgot the beer. We forgot the beer. Again. Damn it. Yeah. You could get away with that. I don't have a driver. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, ha- I have stumbled many nights out of this studio into my house. <laughs> it's always a good time. Always mm-hmm. a good time. So, my man, what has been going on? How's the unemployed life? Oh, it sucks. Yeah. Um, I can't. I mean, I've had a few, you know, I've had a couple callbacks, and but nothing from them. The ones that I have heard back from, like, no, we're good, thanks. Right. You know, so. Do you think it's an age thing? Do they think that, I, you know, because they're not supposed to discriminate against age, and no. they're not even supposed to ask you your age. Well, no. But, if, but the application has your birth date on it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think there might. I mean, there might be some underlying, okay, 52. We'd like to get somebody that's going to be in here right. for a long time. So, I mean, that could very well. Tell but, them, just tell them. You can give them the best 10 years of, of their life. Well, yeah. And then you're going to fucking retire and yeah. bail. But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to avoid going back to a factory. I just can't right. do that no more. You know, trying to do something. Man, I kicked the factory habit uh, when I was 21 years old. Um, Actually, no, it was even before that. I guess I would have been 18 because I think once once I was out of high school, I was still working at Butterfly. And uh, I wanted to buy a new car, and I was told that uh, I'm not allowed to buy a new car unless I had a job that actually fucking paid some money. Oh, (laughs) So I got a job in in a factory, and uh, man, I hated every fucking oh. minute of it. Hated oh, yeah. every minute of it. But the worst part was is that uh, they hand out paychecks on Friday. Mm-hmm. This is back when we still got you know yeah. paychecks. Paychecks. Yeah, yeah, an envelope with a mm-hmm. fucking check in it that said, "Oh, you've made some money." Yeah. Unlike, well, I should check my bank account and make sure the fuckers paid me this week. But I, you know, as you walk up on Friday. To get your paycheck, and they go, oh, by the way, you're working tomorrow. Yeah, fuck 
Yeah, and I was like, I think two uh, two weekends in a row of that. I, I made it about a month, you know, and and I'm sure that there's guys in, out there who listen to this pod who work in factories and be like, ah, Jerry, you're a pussy. But, man, I uh, I hated the fact that I didn't mind the work. The work, yeah. the work wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible yeah. work. Um, it was the fact that the boss that I had, he was, uh, we'd get pissed off and just start throwing shit. So you'd be ducking tape measures or, you know, fucking, uh, staple guns. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the final straw for me was that second weekend in a row when they went, you're working Saturday. And I went, fuck you. And I quit. Yeah. And, um, then I went to work for the hospital. I think, Mm -hmm. I, I think I was unemployed for about two months. But I wasn't looking for a job. I was playing in bands. I was going to make money doing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that didn't really pan out any much money <laughs> I was told I needed to get a job. You need to get a job. Luckily for me, the uh, place that we were practicing at, the guy who owned the place was a director. And uh, he's like, dude, you need a job? Why didn't you call me? Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, I don't. that's not how I work my friendships. You and me are friends. I'm not going to be like, can you give me a job? <laughs> He's like, nope, this was on a Thursday. I remember this distinctly. This was on a Thursday. He, he pulled me aside. He's like, you come in tomorrow, fill out an application, you start on Monday. That was it. He goes, I need the application filled out to turn it in, tell them I'm hiring you, you start on Monday. Damn. <laughs> and I've been there for 31 years, just past my 31-year mark. Cool. Fuck, that's a long time. I wish somebody do that for me. <laughs> I tr- I'm trying. I know I just you got are. A, I, know I, you I, I got a guy that is just a fucking pain in my ass. <laughs> Sorry, it's not your fault. <laughs> it, it pisses me off, really, because I did. I've I've actually talked to him twice about you. Yeah. Uh, initially, when uh, you got laid off and you filled the application out, and I went down and seen him, and he wrote your name down, and then about a week or so later, I'm like. Did that come down? And he's like, oh, I'm so busy. I haven't even pulled him yet. I'm like, motherfucker, you are dying for fucking help. You're dying for help. Pick up your fucking applications and fucking get people hired. I got a guy right now with a fucking start tomorrow. And I guarantee he'll pass his drug test. So there's not even need to take the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was trying I would. to be nice. I would. I would. I believe in you. I would. I would pass. Everything I got in my system is completely legal. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. See, it's all good. No worries. So yeah, man, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit it again tomorrow, and see what the fuck is going on. I'm gonna corner him. I'm gonna take out my pocket knife and I'm put it up <laughs> to his throat. And then I'm gonna be like, "Listen to your motherfucker." Well, I appreciate it. My boy needs <laughs> to make some money, yes, I do. and you better pay him well, mm-hmm. or else. Wait, do I know where he lives? Damn it, I don't know. I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah the, I, I will. I will check on it again tomorrow, man. I, I thought that you. Uh, I honestly thought that the the one gig you had talked to me about was a sure thing, and yeah, they and acted I was, like it was. I was gonna say, man, I'd jump on that and take it because this guy's kind of a a little <laughs> flaky from time to time. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, they'll put you to work. I guarantee it. You'd be working if 
He can get his shit together. Okay, yep. let's get off this note. Anyways, right. uh, anything else going on? Yeah, I've been dealing with, you know, my wife's had some health issues, you know. Dealing with that, trying to take care of her. and I, Yeah, I did, other than that, delivering pizza. These don't have, you know, that's like, you know, for this recording, you know, I'll be honest. Don't expect much out of me because I... <laughs> My research was just <laughs> kind of put on the back burner, and I didn't really do it. Then I walked out and forgot my notes. <laughs> listen, yeah. man. Listen, I know, I know you've uh, you've got a lot going on. Uh, you know, between everything we just talked about, plus your wife being, uh, you know, in and out of uh, the hospital and all that. And uh, I just, man, you, when when Frankie pulled up a little bit ago, he jumped up smiling, and it's just good to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, no matter no matter how many times your uh, dog gets kicked, man, you're still a, a positive guy. And uh, man, I appreciate that. And yeah. and um, yeah, I'm sure our listeners appreciate that too. Oh, yeah. yeah, so you got to stay positive because you know, being down and negative that doesn't lead to anywhere anywhere good anyway. So you know, it, it's so funny because uh, I was talking to a guy today at work. And we got into that conversation about negativity in the world and how negative it is right now. And, you know, everybody's making excuses for everybody else. And, or, you know, the, the, he, he, he nailed it right on the head. It's like, we've, we've come to the portion in America where everybody's a victim mm-hmm. and everybody's all like, Oh, I'm just a victim of what's going on. And it's like, you know, you need to turn this shit around. Positivity really truly is something that we all need to really strive for, you know, in our everyday life and and when we move on. And let me tell you, as a guy who has been working at this for the last four years where I just, I come to a point where I'm like, I'm tired of the negativity. I need positivity in my life and to wake up every morning and try to be as positive and outgoing as you possibly can it ain't easy. Oh, no, it's not. But you got to. I just said I didn't try to put my faith into a higher power that there's a purpose and right. it's all going to work itself around, you know. It always does. I, I think so. For me, it has. Right. And, you know, so I'm just I'm taking it one day at a time, you know. It's hard, like you said, but, you know, I'm just I'm going to just be happy to wake up in the morning and. Let's say, okay, let's see what happens today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's all you can do. And uh, so keep that positive attitude, Frankie. Oh, absolutely. We got your back on this side the best we can. Well, I, w- I was happy until I finally broke down and listened to Blink 182. The- oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm supporting my Blink 182 t shirt yes, today. Yes. Yeah. It, no, they, they, they play some good music. Uh, they have been the call guys and. Uh, Golden Jay, they've been kind of hyping this song um, one more time. Yes. And I said, okay, I'll listen to it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Hit me right in the field because. It was an uppercut too, wasn't yo, it? No, <laughs> it was. It, it's one of those, if you've ever like lost friends or had something happen where you and your friends go your separate ways on bad terms, it hits you, you know. And Absolutely. I mean, I mean, like, Jeremy will tell you, the song is actually, it is the story of Blink-182. Right. And it, I highly request 
to a re- request. You request it. I request it. No, I, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, <laughs> I highly suggest there you, you go. go listen to it. It's a very good song. Even if you're not a Blink 182 fan, yeah, it, it's a very good song. Yeah, you know they're they're at their best. I think on. Oh, absolutely! Like like we were talking about earlier, man. I I went through a deep dive because uh, when the song came out, I, it popped up, and I'm like, oh, we got a new Blink song, and I'd heard Murmur, and I listened to it, and immediately I I sent it out to Colton and Gunner. I'm like, have you guys have you guys heard this? And Colton got back to me right away. He's like, yeah, he goes, this song is amazing, and. So I've been listening to it on and off, man. If I, I, I pop, it pops up on my YouTube, I watch the video. The video is really cool because, and have you seen the video? Or you I, just I haven't. To the I just listened to the okay. music. Um, the video is, is just them standing there to start the song off, and then they flash different backgrounds from the different things they've done, the different videos they've done over the years. So it's like... Uh, you know, uh, stay together for the kids. The video they shot for that, the background was the old uh, broke down building. Or, um, you know, I had a list of them because I was going through watching other videos and go, okay, that's that one, that's that one. I can't remember all of them, but it's just really cool because they keep flashing these different backgrounds behind them with all this different uh, from the different videos. And then at the very end of the song, they run a reel of early blink 182 mm-hmm. so you know and and all the stuff that they were doing back in the day and the and it, it is I, I i'm not gonna lie man the first time i watched it i about fucking bawled because it was just like you just kind of feel it and all of the pain and anxiety <laughs> that they went through to get to the point that they are now is all in this fucking song and in this video so it was uh the other day i think it was uh Tuesday this week of recording, I was like, oh, I want to listen to that song. And I brought it up on Spotify and I hit it. The whole fucking album popped. Ah. And uh, I'm like, holy shit. Track one. Let's go. Travis Barker, the drummer, produced this album. Because there's a video on YouTube, an interview with the three of them um, with Zane. Uh, I think his name was Zane. He's a he's a DJ interview you know, reporter and all this stuff, interviewer that has been doing it for years and has been friends with them for years. So he done an hour and a half long interview with them. And, uh, I think they were in Travis's house, but, or Travis's studio. And Travis has recorded and produced this album. And this is the best drumming I've seen Travis Barker doing in a long time. I mean, Travis Barker's always been a great drummer. Yeah, I like I like Travis Barker in Blink more than I like him in anything else, because sometimes when he does some other stuff, it's just kind of like it looks like he's kind of phoned in or whatever. Yeah. But he's an amazing drummer. This album, he's fucking tearing it up, and it's like it's so good to hear that and to hear the guys you know back in doing their thing and getting some of that old school Blink One Eighty Two back and yeah. So, anyways, there you go, Blink One Eighty Two. Blink One Eighty Two. Well, that's our show. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's so funny when I was talking to talking to Frankie on the way up. It's like he's like, "Fuck you guys! I hate you guys!" And that <laughs> fucking Blink One Eighty Two. And I'm like, "He didn't like it." He goes, "Oh no, I loved it." <laughs> it just hit me. I was like, "Yeah, it's an uppercut to the feels. Watch out." It's good stuff. Oh yeah. 
So what do you got for me? For uh, Quentin of the Pod. 80s, 80s edition. Um, Suck it, Colton. See, yeah. <laughs> see, I'm trying. Uh, the hard thing is, though, I can't remember what I've asked and what I haven't. Right. Yeah, so I should have, like, wrote this stuff down, but yeah, yeah, I'm probably. not that smart. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, let me try this. And if I've said this, please, you know, say, oh, we've already did this one, and then okay. I'll think of something else. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Back okay. in the 80s, what uh-huh. was, what would you consider the most overrated band? Most overrated band of the 80s? Yeah. Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Were they really a band? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, obviously. But here, let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Should the uh, Grammy have been taken away from them? Absolutely. Really? Yes. Why shouldn't it? Should it have been given to the guy who actually sang the song? Yes, absolutely. That's what I think. Should yeah. Have been. They didn't do that. They just took it away and they gave just it. Took to, it away. Yeah. They should have gave well, it to the guy who actually sang the song. I, and I agree. I, I think that it should have been. It should have been given to the actual singers of the of the of those songs, um, but you know, there was there's so much uh, shady things going on in that whole deal. I mean, if they'd have turned around and gave it to those guys, would it have really been right since they actually did it and then didn't say anything and they just let it go? You know what I'm saying? But well, yeah, but I can't blame those guys because they're like, hey, we're gonna give you a shit ton of money. Just sing. We're going to get these two good-looking, muscular guys to go on stage and act like they're the singers. Right. And then... But those guys took the money. Yeah. They, I mean, they took the money. So, I mean... Was that you wrong? Know, <laughs> no, it wasn't wrong. <laughs> Take the money, you know, yeah. and just go live your life. But, I mean, to, and, and for those guys to get the Grammy at that point, I think would not be, yeah, the, really the right way to go since they kind of took the money. And, well, maybe. I don't know, yeah. man. It's, it's a gray area, but there's a lot of shade going on with that deal. Who produced that album? Who was who was behind all that? Any idea? I couldn't even begin to tell you. Uh, I never looked that deep into it. No. I, I was very yeah, disappointed. I wasn't, I wasn't a Millie Vanilli guy. I, I knew who they were, but I did. They had the one song that we used to have a lot of fun with because in a, at a certain time in, in, in the song, they'd be like, not. I'm in love with you, girl. Not, <laughs> and we would all just the song would come on, and girl, everybody in the you know co- it's true. <laughs> we would all be like, not, <laughs> and we all tried to hit it on time mm. because it wasn't really necessarily counted out in fours or anything. Mm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's my Millie Millie trip. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, give me your answer. What would you your answer on that? You know, a band that I thought. Uh, that I really just thought was really overplayed and not that good with the band called the Jets. They were the brother and sister group, and they—I right. thought they were absolutely horrible. But they were on the radio, MTV, all over the damn right. place, and I'm like, why? They were terrible. I thought that—that's my take on them. <laughs> you know. That's one of those bands I've completely forgotten about. So apparently I thought they were overrated at one point, too, because I never yeah. listened to them ever again. Yeah. It wasn't something that was in my collection that I went, oh, yeah, that fucking album was great. I mean, I mean, they were talented, obviously, but just I didn't see what was so great. That right. Made them so popular because, well, they do have like a year of success and then. Where the hell are they now? Uh-huh. Well, what was the what was their title song? What was their big song? Um. Was it crush on you? I don't know. I think I got a crush on you. <laughs> <laughs> something like it. Yeah, I mean, it was 
something like that. I can't. There was other songs, and I just. They were a Minnesota band. Crush on you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, cross my broken heart from the Beverly Hills Cop Two soundtrack. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any of these songs to be yeah. honest. Uh, no, the, the question was: Is what you know? Did they go on to um, get into something else? You know, mm-hmm. did they? Looks like that they were all family. Were they all family? Yeah, they were all like brothers and sisters. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah, they didn't do shit. Yeah, they. You know, they got real popular. You know, they had a couple. You know, they had a few hits, so they weren't a one-hit wonder, but they were like a one-year wonder or two-year wonder. You know. And then you never heard from them again. Oh, shit. In 2014, they reunited. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. They made a new album called Reunited. Damn it. I missed the tour. And it feels (laughs) so good. (laughs) Oh, oh. Which means they haven't done shit. Yeah. uh, Nope. There's nothing on there to show me what they're up to now. So, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, uh, they just suck. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I, I, I know the song. I know the song. But I couldn't tell you what. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, anything yeah. about them. But they were kind of, you know, I, we a, shouldn't a big say fame, you know? we shouldn't say that. I, they didn't suck. They were they had a hit. I mean, you know, that's that's great for them. I mean, you know, they have more than I ever had, right? I yeah, I don't know if Guilt Four ever hit the charts or anything, so. Um, if they did, nobody told me. <laughs> <laughs> you were number one in Japan. <laughs> hey, I would take that. Because yeah. I could tour on that. Yeah. Tour Japan. Yeah. Like a couple I, yen. I got nothing on where they are now, so. Um, that's too bad. Uh, no, yeah, so yeah, I can understand that. I get a lot of that today. Stuff that's on the radio, it's like it's so overrated. You know, it's like, God, just just stop playing it. Yeah. And they play it every hour on the hour. I mean, you know, I try not to bitch about what's on the radio because I don't want to be that guy that I like, got pissed off at, right. you know, when I was young. You know, be like, oh, your music sucks. Our music back in the whatever, the 60s, that was the best. Yes, it was great. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. It wasn't the best. I don't want to, you know. I don't want to be that guy, you know, yelling at the kid. Oh, that ain't music. That's noise. You know. Well, I mean, <laughs> as a as a music connoisseur that I am, you know, all the music that I take in, and a lot of my um, uh, ideas of what I like are not really a popular, you know, not really popular choices for most people. I mean, to be honest, I could give or take Taylor Swift one way or the other. I don't. I don't really care for Taylor Swift's music. I think more because it's, in my mind, it's so vindictive. You know, everything that she has written and has a super hit is because, you know, somebody wronged her and she wrote a song and it's, you know, it's out in somebody on different stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, we're, we'll eventually have songs about Travis Kelsey, which I will probably buy that album because I love Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um I really like and hold your, hold on to your pants. I really like Justin Bieber. I there are several pieces of his, you know, of his that I really love. Uh, he got with that um, uh, with that kid something, Kid Largo, 
and they did that song stay i fucking love that song and there's a couple other songs he's got out they play they play quite often on the radio that i that i really mm-hmm. like so i mean it's really cool to uh yeah i'm not gonna judge bieber i mean i don't i've never really sat down and listened right. to him i mean i'll hear him like in the background on something but i've never sat down and Listen to his songs. There's music, so you should try it sometime. He's got some good stuff. He's a very good vocalist. You know his actions and the stupid shit that he does. I mean, you know, he was a kid, yeah, and he got thrust into stardom, and mm-hmm. you know, he made some bad choices. But I mean, he's oh, yeah. you know, he's grown up. He's and there ain't a one of us that wouldn't have absolutely not. You know, We'd at have that been the age, same way. becoming yeah. that popular, that rich, that famous. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know who else I love? Miley fucking Cyrus. Miley fucking Cyrus. Oh, my God. I don't know if my challenge has been accepted yet by... What was the challenge again? I would fight um, Gunner for Miley Cyrus. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about that on this this week's episode, but last week. Right on, right on. You guys going to... That's right. You're going to duke it out over Miley. Are you a big Miley fan? I like my I, I I like some of her stuff. I think her version of Zombie. Oh fuck yeah! That is like one of the best things. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I love Wrecking Ball. Yep. No, uh, oh, there's uh, she is uh, her her whole um, oh shit! Now I forgot the name of that album uh, with Wrecking Ball on it. That entire album is is amazing. And. Uh, I mean, it was in the CD player for like two years before I even realized that it'd been two years. But wow. um, we listen to it all the time, and uh, Zombie's amazing. Uh, the new stuff she just put out is pretty great. Um, you know, the I haven't really heard a lot of what she's. I've heard it's good, but I haven't. Yeah. I haven't heard uh, any of it yet. She did that song to her. X and I, you know, I, 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 I bang on Taylor Swift about about a songs and Miley did one too uh, about her ex husband. Now I think it's her ex husband now. About I don't. I what did she say? I can I can buy my own flowers. I can write my name in the sand. You know, it's like fuck you. I don't need you. <laughs> but I was uh, man. I was intrigued with Miley when she went through all the transformation that she went through. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. A lot of people hated her for for the shit that she did but man she got some fucking free pr oh yeah bangers bangers is the name of that album oh okay yeah bangers you're right i i i I knew that now yeah so yeah there's our musical taste uh do you have anything that's i I know we probably ought to get started with our story but i got one more question do you have anything that's bizarre like my you know i love blink way too i love flicker stick uh 30 seconds to mars you know, bands like that, I love these bands. These bands I could listen to constantly. But I also like Miley and I like Justin Bieber. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I like Jelly Roll, yeah. which is a little, you know. Yeah, I've, I've really gotten into Jelly Roll. Right. Um, he got it. I, I w- I've never been in bad off as he was in life at right. one time. But I, I feel a lot of what his music is. I, it hits me. You right, know, I I relate. Uh, the song "She" um, is a great song. It's about watching somebody go down the down the hole on drugs and overdosing and dying. And you know, my my daughter was on that right that track, and 
that really kind of it hit me in the field because that's like exactly how I felt watching her. And but yeah. she was lucky; she got out of it. And, Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I love, a lot of jelly roll. I I can. So think. what's the most bizarre one, Frankie? What's the most bizarre artist that you like? It's kind of like a guilty pleasure. You know, that you don't really want to tell anybody. Look, at you guys got to see him right now. I got to think about it. I don't know. I mean, I, I like everything. I like, um, I'm not much of a country guy. Mm-hmm. But I like, um, I like Blake Shelton. I really like him. Right on. You know, I mean, I think they're all pretty good. I mean, I think that's a pretty good pretty good songwriter musician and well look i mean look what he done on the voice i yeah. mean you know he's got the talent to bring up talent and i'm i have a, I have a couple of his that i have uh you know i'm like uh, you know what was it uh what was it <laughs> chew tobacco chew tobacco chew, chew tobacco spit chew um, chew. <laughs> that's um red Redneck Boys or something like that? I can't I, I can't. I, I think he was trying too hard to make a popular song. Well, yeah. he did it. I mean, you know, everybody fucking ran around singing that song yeah. for like three weeks. But, you know, he got his fame and fortune out of that one song. But I just, I think his song choices sometimes are a little. Uh, a little weird. A yeah. little weird. Yeah. But, you know, I. <laughs> Hey, hey. I love music. I don't care. Yeah, I mean. I, can, I find something I like in every genre. So. Right. There's very few that I don't really I like. I like Culture Club. Go figure that one. You know, Boy George. I thought the stuff in the '80s they did was pretty. I th- Karma Chameleon is a classic uh-huh. song. I don't care what anybody says. Do you really you want, want to hurt me? me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I... they were weird as all hell, but you know, I thought they were good at the mm-hmm. time. I mean, I was a big. I, I... Damn, I was a big fan fan of Wham when that when uh, oh, yeah. wow. Careless Whisper and uh, Wake, Wake Me, me up, up Before You Go. <laughs> Wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> you know the problem with all this is I just keep having flashbacks to the wedding singer when uh, when his keyboard players do you know <laughs> dun, dun, do you re- and then the girlfriend coming into the set mm. Wake me up. Before- <laughs> <laughs> Go go! That's a great movie. It is a great movie. We I don't, why haven't we covered that movie? The movie's about the eighties, made in the two thousands. That that's something to write down. We'll have yeah, to do that. The wedding singer. Well, let's. Uh, we've babbled on for so long, guys. I'm yeah. so sorry. We just. Yeah. I mean, we could just go ahead and make this. Uh, what's, what's your, your damage? damage? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and do. Uh, do what we're going to do because I think this is going to be a very short little uh, excerpt in the uh, in as far as the storyline today. So oh okay. So well, uh, I think I know what we're doing. <laughs> I'll, I'll hopefully I got the right thing pulled up because I forgot my notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. There you I'm go. Good. I'm All good. right. We're in good shape. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Listen to us sing songs and fucking. Uh, born January 24th, 1968, this retired American gymnast won the gold medal, two silver medals, and three bronze medals in the 1984 Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. 
and her performance made her one of the most popular athletes in the United States and also making her the first American woman to win the all-around gold medal in Olympic gymnastics. Today, we will be talking about Mary Lou Retton. Mary Lou. Mary Lou. So listen, you know, we are talking about an icon. I mean, she truly is an icon. Not only was she an icon in gymnastics and in the Olympics, I mean, Jesus, God, really? Gold, two silvers, two bronze in one one single year? Oh, yeah. Give it up. Yeah, she she was amazing. I mean, you know, she trained under the Caroli, the Coley, the Corral, however you say their last names. <laughs> and... And if you're training under them, you're good. Whether right. Whether you've won or not, you're good. Uh-huh. Because they only took the best. The best. So so do you remember much of the uh, 84 Olympics? Yes and no. I mean, I remember because they were in the United States. I remember the whole big deal. Because I think it had been a while. Right. And they were running the torch across the country, you know, and that was all over the news. And did 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 they run it through our area? Because I think I remember that it came through our point. I, I think so. I can't yeah. tell. I can't remember where at or, but I believe it probably went through like South Bend or something right, right. like that. You know, somewhere important. You don't think it went right down uh, New Thirty? Right down New. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna to have to track that. Let me let me make a note of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. But yeah, I mean, you know, and the other the big the other big thing about the '84 Olympics is the since we boycotted the Russian Olympics, the Russians turned around and boycotted ours. Fair, you know. So would you know? Fair, fair, you know. Yeah. You so a lot con- of people say that's. Why we had the gold medal count we did because the Russians weren't there. Because at that time, back in the Olympics, they did the winter and the summer Olympics the same year. Right. So, 81, that was the year we whipped. Wasn't that when we beat um, the winter Olympics of that year? Yeah. Wasn't that? It was 1980. Wasn't that 80 or was it 81? Yeah. And we had been beaten. Russia in, in the in yeah, hockey. In the hockey yeah. So they got scared and didn't want to come back for eighty four. Like, no, we ain't doing that again. <laughs> so so Russia boycotts us for eighty four and they think that's why we we, we scandaled up the, the counts. But you can't take away from how talented this woman was. I mean Oh no. Did did Russia have a real heavy gymnastics program? I mean, I don't remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because back then before because that went before Russia or the USSR had separated and all to the different, other okay. than I think Romania, I think. Okay. You know, they had their own, but everybody else was just the USSR. Right on. And so they had all the top gymnasts. Right on. A lot of the top athletes all together. And they not being there, you know, Mary Lou kind of ran the gauntlet. But I'm not thinking. If she performed the way she performed, I mean, she got two perfect tens, and that's right. unheard of. Uh, absolutely, in a tr- you know, and all around, you know, I don't know that she would have lost anyway. True, true. Uh, to your point, the Summer Olympics 
held in Los Angeles was the first time it held in the United States in over in 52 years. That's a long time. Oh yeah. 52 years. Do the math on that people. I mean yeah because you got there's a lot cuz I remember when they came to Atlanta and there was a lot of work, you know, cuz I actually understood the process of the Olympics at that time, you know, right. that time it came then. You know, there's a lot of money, time, a lot of red tape you got to cut through. I mean, they're just. Right. I mean, a lot of people just like, eh, I don't, United States, like, you know, we really don't need the the income from the, what the Olympics will bring in. Right. So they don't really push to get them all that hard. Well, like some smaller but me, countries. But let me ask you this. I mean, uh was it Tokyo a couple of years ago that dumped all that money into building the Olympic arena? I mean, just billions of dollars to build this thing that you use once. I'm, yeah. I'm sure they working something out to use it for more than that. But it would seem to me if you're going to dump billions to make millions, I don't know that that would be the wise choice. I mean, yeah. um, I'm trying to think. I remember... When was the Atlanta, the last Atlanta Olympics? When I think there was a bombing in that, in yeah. that one, wasn't there? Yeah, in the, the park. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they did a ton of, um, I don't think they did a ton of like building new things. We just kind of had it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, you know, modified and did all that good stuff right, to right. make it work. But yeah. But, you know, some countries, you know, like the, like the Winter Olympic, like the Sarajevo's and, you know, these smaller places, you know, they want to go all out, bring a bunch of money in. Right. You know, well, the U.S. doesn't really have to do that so much. I mean, yeah, they, like I said, they got to re kind of, you know, make a place for all the people to stay right. and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like bringing in a Super Bowl. If you got to make sure you got hotel space to do it and, you know, there's a place that's going to draw people to come to. Right. You know. Is there is there enough boxes that they can charge millions of dollars for these boxes? Yeah. You know, it's crazy, but um so let's see. Um did she do that was 84. Did she go back in 88 then? I don't think so. I think that was her only Olympics. Just one one shot. Yeah, cuz I think she retired in 86. Okay. Um she did uh, with with all of her status. She was on. Uh, you might remember she was on the Wheaties box. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that? Yep. I think she was the first Wait, female. On that, the... Well, the first uh, the serial's first uh, official spokeswoman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, but that did make me go out and buy a box of Wheaties because I didn't like Wheaties. No, I never bought. I Wheaties. could eat them now, but. Um, I was, you know, I was a Fruity Pebbles guy. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember. I remember the days when all of the, uh, um, you know, all the different people were on the boxes. And and I don't think that ever brought me in to buy Wheaties at all because I just. I bought the Peyton Manning Wheaties. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, that's. Uh, did you ever eat them or did you, they still. I think I box? got one box that's empty and one that. Of my Peyton nose, I got, I think. Peyton. Those are the ones that are eaten. eaten and I think did I got you like say Peyton nose? Peyton nose. Oh. Mm. Those were pretty good. <laughs> I think the other. 
the other box, whatever, had Peyton Manning on it. Right on. I don't think I ate that one. I got well, two. Like, you wouldn't go buy Travis Kelsey Cheerios. Or That's called Kelsey Crunch, and I have Kelsey, two boxes that have box. never been opened. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably had to buy them in Kansas City, right? They probably ain't going to put them on the shelf here and Myers at Kroger's or. No, no, you got to get them out there. Yeah, you got to get them when you're there. With the, like a lot of the stuff that I have in the house, uh, you know, you have to buy it in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. All the Crown Royal bottles that I have, yeah. the. Uh, the wine bottles, I had to specially order those. And, but I yeah, so. Last, around last Christmas, I was walking through Myers and I seen they had a bunch of Kansas City chief blankets out. It mm-hmm. was like at the beginning of fall. And I was like, I'm going to message you and say, hey, Jeremy, get over here. And next time I went back through, they were all gone. I go, that motherfucker was here and bought every one of them. I bought every one of them. Actually, that was, yeah, I actually did buy one while I was there. I did find it and I was standing in line. With this blanket and and on my on the top of my cart, and I turn around because you know Meyer's like the big self serve you know, mm-hmm. and the guy was in line behind me had one in his hand, and I just looked at him. Of course, you know I'm I'm cheaped out, man. Most of the time I I run with with some sort of cheap uh, uh, swag on, and I just looked at him and did the head nod, <laughs> and he looked at me and smiled, did the head nod back, <laughs> and that was all that needed to be said. Yep. Um, so, anyways, uh, let's talk about her post gymnastic career. Okay, she uh, she was outspoken a supporter of Ronald Reagan, the Reagan administration. Funny, um, did a variety of TV ads supporting him. Um, um, she delivered the Pledge of Allegiance to fellow former gymnastics in the nineteen ninety six Olympics. Um. And uh, she was on the second night of the 2004 Republican National Convention. So obviously we know which side of the uh, aisle that she prefers. So yeah, uh, she was also made non-sports honor. She um, obviously her hometown of Fairmont, West Virginia. She had a road named after her and a park. Uh, she was in. Um, <coughs> She was in um, the movie Scrooge and Naked Gun 33 and a third. As herself, I believe. Yeah, as right? herself, yeah. made appearances as herself. Uh, in, uh, what is that, 85, she received the Golden Plate Award, the American Academy, Academy of Achievement, yeah. Achievements. Yeah. Sorry. In 92, she got elected to the National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Yeah, I guess I didn't know she was Italian. <laughs> I would have not thought that. But what, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't really look at nationality. That's I don't like, either. I, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm thinking about this a minute. Is Retton an Italian name? I, yeah, I don't know what her mom's maiden name was. True that, true it that. It might have been Goelli or something, you know. <laughs> Baba Vino. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's that? In uh, 93, Associated Press released the results of a sports study in which Retton was statistically tied for first place with fellow Olympian Dorothy Hamill as the most popular athlete in America. Because they had the same hairdo, I think. I think it's exactly <laughs> it. They were friends. So yeah, it's like, we're going to go into this. We're going to tie. We're going to tie. We're going to tie. Um, yeah. Houston, she was in, tw- in 2020, uh, first woman inducted into the Houston Sports Hall of Fame. 
So I, I got to ask, just out of curiosity for my own, uh, my own personal, it's 2020. Why are you inducting her into the Houston Sports Hall of Fame? She wasn't from Houston. But she trained in Houston. Oh, see. Yeah, that's where the Carolis gym was, where they trained, was in Texas. Gotcha. She moved from West Virginia to Texas ah. to train with Bella. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the girl has done it all. Now, we're kind of doing this. We, there's not a ton on her. Like I said, you know, like Frankie said, she done one Olympics, uh, won a shit ton of awards, got a Wheaties box, got a bunch of, um, uh, you know, awards along the way, which are well-deserved, obviously. I mean, she put the training in. She, oh, yeah. she did what needed to do. But you were just telling me that uh, – she is actually having some health issues at this yeah, time. Yeah, she, it, her daughter had reported that she was hospitalized fighting for her life and wasn't looking real good. Well, I guess she's recovering now, but at the time when I came up with this, uh-huh. I thought, I told Jeremy, I go, well, I think maybe we should do this, you know, kind of, because I honestly thought, you know, she might be packed away by the time we got to it the way they talk, but, right. you know, she didn't. So I thought, well, we could do, like, a little tribute. Yeah. You know, because she was kind of an 80s icon. and Absolutely. You know, but, yeah, I guess she's making a recovery. and well, you good. Know, has her, I think she's had some ups and downs, but doing yeah. good otherwise. Who hasn't? Well, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Uh, but, yeah, like, but, but Jeremy's right, though. There's not a whole lot to, you know, get into with her. I mean... Yeah, she was. She got involved with the gymnastic sex abuse scandal, but I don't really know. I didn't really go into that right. too much, so I don't know what her involvement was. Right. But yeah, she got. You know, she had something to say about that. And... Well, I mean, it, you know, let, let's face it. If if she's into um, politics as deep as she was, she probably has some some yeah. thoughts on. Uh, yeah, yeah, she'll she'll let you know what those are. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, anytime they bring up Olympic gymnastics, you know, her name right. comes up. Absolutely. You know, she's one of the just one of those. You know, you can't talk about Olympic gymnastics without talking about Mary Lou Retton. Absolutely, and yeah. the, I mean, she's a trailblazer if you really think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you watch like in the Olympics? Do you watch the women's gymnastics? I do not. I yeah. watch the women's volleyball. Watch the women's volleyball. Yeah. I, I want that too. I I, well, I do watch the gymnastics. Um, I, t- I didn't know I was a pedophile. <laughs> no, I kid. I I got that from a comedian, and I've always wanted to use it. <laughs> we all knew it. But anyway, uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. That was that was that was tasteless, and I apologize. Um, <laughs> listen, I I uh, I don't understand gymnastics. And it's not that, you know, it's not that I don't like it. I mean, they they are very, very talented. I just don't understand the rules and, you know, what needs to be. Because yeah, I never, yeah, I never really looked into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never really looked into it. But, yeah. uh, um, I mean, you know, when uh, Simone Biles hit the uh, Olympics a couple years ago and walked away with all those golds and, and – you know, I, I I did watch a little bit just to see how she was going to do. I mean, we're America, God damn it. We yeah. love our American team, and we will root for them till the end of time. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, 
Not that I, I have nothing against the Russian team or nothing against the chi- no. China team. Or, no, they root for their team. We root ab- for our team. Absolutely. You know, just the way it is. I mean, yeah. especially in the Olympics, you don't, you know, it ain't like in the like the NFL, like, well, yeah, he's the Kansas City Chief fan, but he's from Indiana. Why ain't he cheering for the Colts or whatever? Right, right. It, it, in the Olympics, it's everybody for their country, you know, regardless. I don't think anybody goes out and says, well, yeah, I'm U.S., but. I'm going to vote for China here. I'm going to root for them. Right. I mean, you might root for them if they're not playing the U.S. But. Well, I mean, <laughs> and you may have a, a a sour patch for China, so you're going to root for whoever's playing China yeah, or yeah. whoever's playing Russia. Yeah. Or, you know, that may be the case, too. But, you know, if the, if the American team is already knocked out. Yeah. But I, I don't know too many Americans that don't root for the American uh, teams in the yeah. Olympics. So Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Yeah. But yeah, I know I love the Olympics. That's one of my favorite things to sit in. I I like I like. Uh, oh yeah, I watch women's volleyball all day long. <laughs> Beach volleyball or regular volleyball? It doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the beach because I think it takes. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, talent on both sides, but. Uh, when you're on a beach volleyball court, there's only two girls on each side, and man, they're yeah. hustling. Oh yeah, and that is a lot of work. Um, yeah, I couldn't do it. I love to watch the snowboarding competition. Oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Winner? Yeah. Uh, was a big uh, Sean White fan when he was uh, just dominating, and oh, yeah. and so we used to we used to just try to tune into that. Yeah, that. That's they, why I like to watch stuff like that because it's just, I mean, yeah, you know, basketball and all those kind of sports, yeah, they're great, but they're kind of one thing. But you go watch like the Olympics or snow, I mean, yeah, uh, gymnastics, you know, snowboarding or right. any of that type of thing, skateboarding now. And I mean, they do some amazing tricks and flips and blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, that takes some talent. That's like the Olympics, you know, with the, um, when I watch the uh, gymnastics, I'm just like, how the hell do they do that? Yeah. You know, on that little, you know, doing the beam, you know, it's like, how do they stay on that? You know, I had a buddy making fun of guys doing gymnastics. I'm going, one of those guys could kick your ass. Oh, absolutely. I'll give you five bucks to go up and call one of them a pussy. <laughs> one time. <laughs> I'll, I'll even throw in another five if you do it right now. <laughs> uh, no, and, you know, like I said, I, it's not that I dislike gymnastics. I just don't understand yeah. it, and I don't understand the ruling of it. But you are right. Very, very talented uh, people do that, and you always wonder – um, how they stay on those uh, those little boards, yeah. or even make those vaults and know when they're supposed to drop their feet to land because mm-hmm. they're just spinning. Now, if you ever watch Fail Army, you can see a lot of people who don't know <laughs> when to drop their feet and land on their face, <laughs> which is always a good time. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I would kill myself trying to do some of that. Uh, Absolutely. So yeah, there you go, yeah. Mary Lou Retton, American icon. America's sweetheart. Yeah, we're we're happy that she's doing better. Doing better. And she's uh, uh, hopefully. I don't. We don't know why why she's uh, sick or anything. We didn't really. Frankie didn't get into that. Uh, <laughs> a type of pneumonia, a rare type of pneumonia. Oh, right on. So he did get into that. Yes. He does. I'm, know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I should have said that. <laughs> but uh, we're glad she's on the mend, and uh, we hope that uh, she can get back out there and. And, um, you know, do what she does best and go out and represent America, whether it be at an awards program or whether she's 
you know, giving speeches at the Olympics or whatever she's whatever yeah. she's doing. Hey, and if you're listening, Mary Lou, and you want to come on and we can redo this, you know, we'll redo again. the whole thing. We'll talk. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk, and we can give you can actually give us the insight on absolutely things that we don't know. I and mean, there's a lot of that. Oh yeah, uh, like your daughters. That are also gymnasts. Uh, yeah. Looks like two of them went. Yeah. One went to Louisville State University and one went to the University of Arkansas. Yeah. they. I mean, they didn't get in far with their mom, but, you know. But still, they kind of followed in her footsteps. Yeah. All right. All right. Very cool. All right, buddy. Good job. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you uh, liked us today and you uh, want to let us know about it, you can Email us at thegoldenimage80s at gmail.com. And if you really, really like us and you want to help support us, go to goldenmojoent.com and get yourself a Golden 80s t-shirt or a hoodie or a pint glass. There's some cool shit on there. Holidays are coming. That's right. You can order something for that special person in your life, you know. (laughs) who <laughs> has never listened to the golden 80s but you're like hey i got this for you i love this podcast i know you like the 80s so <laughs> there you go who doesn't love the 80s um if you like us if you like what you heard and you heard what you liked i just did you notice i'm just stealing shit from other podcasts yeah. that one's from the skywalker um Go check out uh, all the other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of Podcasts, which includes the Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, the United States of Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs fans, Murd Nerds, and a court of books and booze. If you want to know more about them, go check out Golden Mojo ENT. They all have pages on there. Definitely with a two-stop. If you didn't want to give it a try, like a sample, Go listen to Vamptober. Oh, yeah. That is, listen to Bobby's episode because that will rain the hair on your neck. <laughs> it, she delivered the story beautifully. She did a great job. And yeah. That, the rocker chick is, she's awesome. I mean, so J Dub. <laughs> <laughs> so is J Dub. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely check out Vamptober if you want to see what they're all about. Awesome. Yeah. We had a great time with, in Vamptober. Um, but it is over. Bamtober is over. And all the special merchandise is gone. Sad you missed it. I feel for you. But you can still get your golden 80s. There you go. <laughs> Goldenmojoent.com. Frankie, thank you. Absolutely. And uh, everybody, we'll be back next week. Next week. Later. See ya.